today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We did a five-part series uh, some weeks ago here on the Bill Kelly Show about opioid uh, addiction and the uh, the crisis, and I think that's a very apt word for uh, what we're dealing with. Uh, on a national level, the numbers are alarming. At a local level here in the Hamilton area, uh, they're staggering. Uh, we exceed the national average of many uh, instances when it comes to opioid abuse and uh, it's uh, it's kind of a scary statistic. Well, opioid medications, we're told now, in, here in Ontario, are being prescribed with more care and in smaller quantities, but we're not out of the woods yet. The report's suggesting also that many patients' uh, consumption rates are actually exceeding limits. That can be hazardous. That could be fatal. Joining us to talk about this is Tara Gomes, lead investigator of the study, epidemiologist, uh, principal investigator with the Ontario Drug Policy Research Network, and also a scientist in the Lee Qixing Institute at St. Michael's Hospital in downtown Toronto. Uh, Tara, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Thanks for having me. You know, as we have this discussion, and I found this to be the case when we did our, our five-part series on this a few weeks ago here on the program, Tara, uh, one of the biggest problems I think we're facing here is, is a, people's lack of knowledge as to actually what we're dealing with here, about what opioids are and who's using them. Absolutely. That's been a gap in knowledge for everybody because we just simply haven't had a lot of data across the province or even across the country. And so one of the reasons why we did this report was that we now have access to data on all prescription opioids that are dispensed across the province. So we can really start to try and understand what the various patterns are in prescribing across different regions as well as in different demographic groups. Because I, I know that oftentimes, and I found this to be the case from some of our listeners when we started that, that series, uh, they thought, well, these are just drug abusers. These are junkies. These are street people that, uh, that are sadly down in, in, in their, their luck and, and they're hooked on this stuff. Uh, and that may be an element. There may be people doing that. And we, categorically, we, and we know that that's the case. But these are doctors, lawyers, uh, professionals. These are people of all walks of life. Absolutely. And what I found really interesting in our report when we looked at, um, you know, the, the demographics. So, for example, the income breakdown of people who are getting prescribed opioids to treat pain. Everybody across the board is being prescribed these drugs. It isn't a, a fact that um, it's really only the more marginalized or vulnerable populations who are getting exposed to these drugs. We see that across all incomes, across all ages, people are being prescribed these drugs, which have been shown to um, be highly addictive. And a lot of the really tragic stories you hear are about people who get their first exposure after a car accident or uh, a youth getting some kind of medical procedure and getting their first prescription for an opioid and starting to like it and realizing that they become dependent on it and suddenly developing this addiction, which then impacts them for the rest of their lives. Well, I, I had a discussion with somebody just a couple of weeks ago who's uh, about to have surgery on on their knee, and and they're, fr they're frankly they're worried, uh, Tara, because they've heard some of these stories and they're saying, well, you know, I'm I'm going to be in a lot of pain. The doctor told me that post op, and you know, probably going to be on some kind of a painkiller. I'm afraid I'm going to get hooked, and I, that, that's it's kind of the other end of the spectrum. But that's a, a, a mindset that's out there as well. Absolutely. And that's really the balance we're trying to find because there is a role for prescription opioids in, in care and in treatment of acute pain, so post-surgical pain. Um, but sometimes what we need to think about is how those drugs are being prescribed. So historically, after surgery, somebody might have received 100 tablets to be used over 30 days as needed to treat your pain. And they might only need three or five days worth of, of treatment, maybe even less. 
And so the rest of those tablets, they might have 90 tablets sitting in their medicine cabinet, or they might keep taking them because they think, oh, I was prescribed these, I need to continue taking them and actually become dependent on them by the end of that prescription. So there's a real push to try and promote people only getting the amount of opioid they might really need. So maybe only getting a couple of days worth of an opioid after surgery and, you know, being aware of the risks, um, taking it if you really need it, but um, really only trying to take it as minimally as possible for as short a time as possible to try and avoid some of these long-term risks that people might have. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.